I don't know. We'll pop it if we have to. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Craft Heads Podcast. This is 100, episode 157 of the podcast that I do normally with my best friend, Alex. Uh, I'm saying normally because tonight we are going to bring you a very special episode uh, that we do, uh, my wife Claire and I. It's just us. Um, we are going to be doing the showcast, and um, which is basically the version of the movie cast that Alex and Tara do together where they review movies. Alex and Claire and I are much more into TV shows and we watch a lot more TV. Uh, we've watched so much TV in 2022. I have put together a ranking. I've ranked the top 15 shows uh, with some other shout outs. And all I, need to know, all I need to say is that there was a lot of good TV in 2022. There was definitely some we missed that, that I'm sure a lot of you will be upset that they're not on this list. And I'll get some of those out of the way in the beginning. But I will say this podcast, one of the things that is a mainstay on this show that we like to do is we always have a crafty beverage of some sort. And tonight um, I have a hard kombucha, which I think that we might have featured a couple of other times. Claire has a Heineken Zero, which you might see in the episode image. Why is that, Claire? Well... And welcome to the podcast again. Oh, thanks. We love TV, so this will be easy <laughs> to talk about. But I haven't seen your list. Yes. So this is really your top 15, not yes. necessarily mine. Did I say it like it was going to be our top 15? A little bit. Oh, okay. Well, so, this is, yeah, yeah, clarifying 15 of my <laughs> favorite. clarifying. <laughs> Claire is clarifying. Uh, this is the top 15 shows that, in my opinion, I am not an expert I just, these are the shows, I, I, maybe I'm becoming an expert. I, we might have watched 40,000 hours of TV. I don't know, at this you point really together. like TV. It's five. If we've watched an hour of TV, I mean, probably two hours of TV, and probably like three hours on average a day. Let's just say three hours of TV on average a day. That's a lot. I know that sounds crazy. But if we say that, then we've watched 1,000 hours of TV a year, and we've been together for five years. So we've watched about 5,000 hours of TV together. Reasonable? Yeah. I mean, some days there's, you know, we watch zero episodes, and then some days we binge a little bit more. So, yeah, yeah probably averaging somewhere in there. Well, you definitely get three hours I <laughs> Right. I watch more than you. Yeah. So. I, I like how I, I said you have a Heineken Zero, and then, and then we bounced away from it. Why do yeah. you have a Heineken Zero? I have a Heineken Zero because I'm pregnant. <laughs> and so... Woo! I am not drinking a, a full alcoholic beverage today. Yeah. I, I made that like it was going to be a big reveal, but it's kind of obvious that since you're drinking a Heineken Zero. So. Yes, we're excited. Welcoming a baby girl. Baby girl Spitali. We haven't told anybody the name, but uh, those of you in our Discord, ask me about it if you'd like. I'll keep you updated, and I'm sure you guys will know because I, I think there'll probably be a lull of episodes that I'm on. <laughs> The middle of this year. Is that not a twist off? I don't think it is. Okay. Uh, pause. We'll come back and I'm going to open this beer for Claire. All right. Well, now that I have a beer. And we're back. And we're back. I say, let's jump into your list. Well, we've got a couple of things I got oh, to okay. talk about. The hard okay. kombucha. Administrative things. Got it. My <laughs> Claire, bad. Claire wants to talk about TV. Obviously, it's gonna. Be, I, I hope this is ex this is gonna be exciting for us. I hope you guys find it exciting. 
But um, I am a huge list maker. I love to make lists and rank, as you guys know, who are casual or regular listeners, I should say. But um, before we jump into that, I just wanted to talk about the beers that we have on hand. Claire's got the Heineken Zero. Do you want to just take a quick sip and let me know what you think and if you would recommend it to your fellow pregos, I should say? Yeah. Um, well, I just took a sip. Gotta say, quite delicious for a non-alcoholic beer. I mean, I've been trying to have some here and there throughout my pregnancy so far and haven't really found one that I would say comes close to the original. This does it. Nothing pretty, that you crave so nothing far. Nothing that I crave so far. But yeah, this is pretty refreshing. Um, you know, a light and kind of tastes like the original. There's a little bit of hops and mm. a little skunky smell, just <laughs> like a normal Heineken. So I had one of those yeah, um, the other day, good. and it was not bad. And it had, also has 69 calories, which I find kind of funny. <laughs> well, I'm not doing much calorie counting these days, <laughs> but uh, yeah, pretty good. What do you got? Yeah, it's been one of my favorite things to have you pr- about your pregnancy <laughs> is the amount of carbs that we're having, which is amazing. Um, so I've got, uh, I, I really hope we haven't had this on air before. I know Alex has showed me a couple of hard kombuchas. But I have a watermelon lime hard kombucha from Walker Brothers. Maybe we have, maybe we haven't, but here we go. Oh, jeez. That is good. I was not expecting such a violent <laughs> open. It's okay. <laughs> it, it's, it's actually, I'm not getting any watermelon or any lime. It just tastes like very standard kombucha to me. Hmm. And this is from Trader Joe's, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we went on our Trader Joe's binge, and that was amazing, mm-hmm. by the way. I'm really happy. And it costs about as much as what we normally shop for. Mm-hmm. I was really impressed with Trader Joe prices. Yeah. Um, cute packaging. I mean, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, this speaks to you. It's a nice pink can, as you yeah, guys will see on the image. Yeah, packaging, so that's nice. Yeah. All right, so a couple of sh- quick shout-outs. Um, a couple people I proselytized the podcast to uh, recently. Uh, Shout-out to Ben, who is uh, one of Claire's co-workers' boyfriends. And uh, my bud- good buddy Jonathan, who I've been spending a lot of time with. They just recently moved ne- uh, near us, and I'm and I shame on me for not telling them about the podcast uh, earlier. Well, Jonathan, for that matter. But um, if you guys are listening, hello, welcome. Uh, you're welcome to rate it, and you're welcome to subscribe to the podcast on Patreon.com. And without much further ado, is that how you say it? Yeah, without further ado. Yeah, perfect. Um, let's jump into this. All right, first shows that I'll say, I'll get it off the bat, <laughs> that we did not watch these shows, and I saw them on a lot of top lists. I, I did a lot of research for all of the shows that were released in 2022, so that is the qualifier here. The sh- they have to have a season. It could be long-standing shows or brand-new shows that were released in 2022. Some of them that we didn't get to were on those top lists that I saw. Being, like, L- Better Call Saul, that was, like, on everybody's top list. And Claire and I have never watched that show, which, may- frankly, we probably should because we both really liked Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we just never did it. Um, another show that we, uh, didn't watch, but I know a lot of people talk about is The Mandalorian. Did you ever watch it? No. 
Okay. But Star Wars, yeah, I know about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Atlanta with um, Childish mm-hmm. Gambino or Donald Glover yeah. or whatever. And uh, Succession. I did watch the first season. Oh, what's, what'd you of think of Succession. it? Well, I didn't continue. Oh, so that must I be had, why. I know I have like a, um, that's against the norm. Mm-hmm. But what I thought I struggled with was like character development. I wasn't really rooting for anybody. I wasn't attached to anybody. Okay. And it's just a lot of, you know, chaos in, uh, between a family. Yeah. So it was hard to continue watching. But For the listeners that are like love this show, they're going to be like, how could you say that? Okay, get this girl off the podcast. <laughs> All right, see you later. Bye. Bye, Claire. Bye. Um, and I also want to say... This is this is a show that's released every season has been for the last twenty five years that I claim is still my favorite show of all time, which is Survivor. Yes, I love Survivor. I'm a big Survivor head. Claire and I watch every season that comes out, uh, and I almost every single episode. I say it out loud. This is the best TV that that your money can buy. I yeah, we got to do your audition tape. <laughs> Well, what am I going to do on my audition tape? I don't know. We'll, we'll sort it out another day, but we need to put that on 2023's agenda. Okay, yeah. I got, if if not for for me, for my mom, who always said that I needed to do a tape. There you go. I'll do like, do I'll it. learn how to do backflips or something mm-hmm. and act like I'm cool. <laughs> Coming in at number 15 for the Tommy Spitali, for the Tommy list, <laughs> top 15 list, Barry. Number 15. And the so one of the lists, actually several of the lists that I used to like make sure that these shows came out in 2022, they said Barry was like unanimously one of the best shows on television. And it's won some awards, too, mm-hmm. with Bill Hader. It's like a dark comedy about uh, uh, Bill being uh, a, a hitman, like a bad, yeah. like a low rent assassin. And if you haven't heard about it, now you know. This latest season, it was season three that was released in 2022, didn't like stand up to like season one and two for me, but still just a fantastic show and acted so well and a lot of comedy in like some really dark moments. So it made my list for 15. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. I think and anyone can kind of watch it and like laugh a little bit, which is nice. And they're short episodes, right? Aren't they? Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. Are they only thing. like thirty minutes? Yes. Good. So thank it's an you for easy watch. thank you for putting that out there. I, that is a huge thing for me. When something is only thirty minutes, man, does that make me happy? But uh, number fourteen, Euphoria. And this mm-hmm. was also a, a second season. I think this was season two. I think this made my list. I that show stresses me the fuck out, and and. Honestly, it's it's kind of hard to think that this that's what kids are like this year. I just I can't believe it actually. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm worried for our future daughter if that's what high school looks like. It sure wasn't my high school experience. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, Zendaya is the main character of the show and she's in high school, but all of the high school kids are degenerate druggies <laughs> that like obsessed with sex and and like basically killing there's like i think there's murder in the show as well so it's it's and they go to a lot of house parties where things are super dark so if that if that explanation interests you take a peek it's i mean once again zendaya has won a lot of awards for it so these are like shows that made the bottom of my list people have won awards for it they're probably in a lot of people's lists but i just had to point it out because it was good appreciate it for what it is like the acting and it's it's good in that way for, for sure. sure. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you. I, and I'll try to stop saying for sure. I feel like I've said that a million times That's already. okay, babe. We still like you. <laughs> uh, number 13, and this is probably going to disappoint you. Oh, what? The Walking Dead. That's so low. I know. <laughs> Wait, wait, did, would it crack your top five, do you think? I don't know. It'll forever crack my top five. But yeah. I get it, because this season, you know, is it's definitely run its course. So I get that it's low. I will, you know, it's just, for me, one of those shows that, like, will stand the test of time is one of my favorites. Yeah, and it's also formative in your, like, adulthood. <laughs> yeah, I grew up on it. Spent so much time watching the episodes. Had some of those just episodes where I had such visceral, emotional <laughs> reactions. Spoiler like, alerts. Um, we won't say anything, but... No, yeah. <laughs> there's but, a couple of, there's a couple of I'll say, Red Wedding-type <laughs> episodes in The Walking Dead that uh, Claire still talks about to these days and and i appreciated the latest season um because i feel like they kind of got back to their roots and they were moving a little quicker but that show has also always been what do i always say too slow Mm, they just the dialogue moves really slow the action moves really slow i feel like they weighed like one big moment per episode they really weigh each episode on that but i think walking dead for me is like where its core characters they've developed so well Mm -hmm. and there's such a desire to keep abreast of everything going on in their lives and there's this attachment that's really like almost sentimental that you have to just stick it out with them and keep watching and root for them. And I think that that's just one of the best parts about The Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. I I will say that, like, I loved that show probably as much as you, if not more, because I'm such a zombie head in the beginning. Like, I knew, like, one episode, I mean, seasons one, two, and three, I was hanging on every minute of that show. And then when I realized how slow it was getting, I stopped watching it. And then I met Claire... And she she was still obsessed with it, so I caught back up, and it was nice to watch that show without commercials. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't watched it, I think that you'll have a better experience than I did, because it's a slow show, but it's even made even slower when there's commercial breaks, which is how I used to watch it. But now that you can watch it on Netflix or whatever, it's great. Yeah, well, we'll see... What the 80s spinoffs bring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's another thing. There's The Walking Dead universe has, like, what, f- three or four more? It a few, and then they're releasing yeah, like three the, or four more. So. What's the one that got released, like, four or five years ago? Fear of the Walking Fear Dead. Fear of the Walking Dead, yeah. yeah. Did you watch any of that? Yeah, I did, but I then I was like, what am I doing? I already have a commitment. <laughs> and then now I feel like with the spinoffs, maybe I'll give one a go and, and see how it how it goes i don't know i don't know how they yeah i feel like i might be watching that by myself (laughs) oh oh, how did maybe but how did they feel how did they think that that was a smart idea to split four shows from one money based in my opinion but they've got quite the following and i'm one so we'll see how it goes okay so that was uh we we spent some good time on that one but for good reason it's one of the most watched television shows of all time so and that was season, that was the the last season. The last season. Yeah. So it, it's done now. Um, if you want to start from the beginning, I think you got like 14 seasons. What? 177 episodes. Yes, thank you, babe. <laughs> At the end of the very last season, I said, how many episodes of The Walking Dead did they make? 177. So that's 177 hours of TV for you. There you go. All right. Number 12. Maybe another surprise one. This is a short special. It's the staircase. 
on HBO. It's a uh, short special about Michael, the Michael Peterson trial. I don't know if any of you are into law, but this is a true story about a man um, and his – I guess I shouldn't say about a man, but a man finds his wife dead at the bottom of a staircase. But it's a very brutal, brutal um, death scene, I should say, uh, where it could be construed – that she was murdered in many different ways. And that's, they dive into a bunch of different ways that she could have died. Is it a murder? Is it a, is it an accidental death? And, uh, and it's a true story. So like, I just found it really fascinating. I think it's only six episodes, but, um, it was super well filmed, super well acted. I thought, and, and, um, really it could have, it could have been even higher on my list. I don't, I don't know if, um, you thought the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely on the list for 2022, and um, I liked it a lot. You, it was a, a good watch. Yep. It was eight episodes, too. Oh, I'm going to be you. your uh, fact checker as well on this podcast. I appreciate that. Um, another, another. Uh, oh, actually, I do have one more short on here, and um, but we'll get to it because it's even higher. You mean limited series? Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is I think my, that's the right term. Limited series. Yeah. One season. Oh, okay. Yeah. That wasn't like Band of Brothers. Wasn't that like the first short series, or was that more of like a... Oh, the fact checker coming back I can fact check out. you, but go on to your next one. <laughs> okay. Number 11. The Bear. Won a ton of awards. Uh, what, what's the... Do you, who's the main character? What's his name? Do you know the actor's name? The actor? Oh, it's like a three. Jeremy... He, he just won Best Actor. Yeah, he won Best Actor at the Golden Globe. This is another... Well, they might come out with a season two, but I thought it was going to be a limited series. Um, but it's about a... Sh- he's a chef in a really high-pressure environment where he takes over his brother's, like, restaurant in New York or something. Like, it, it's, it's like, a really shitty part of town, but it's, like, he used to be a very renowned chef and then lost it and came to this really small shop. And... I've talked to some people who have been in the the, the industry, the restaurant. the restaurant industry, and they say it's it's the closest thing they've seen to realistic chef yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy Allen White is his name, and okay. I definitely it was good. Again, another one with shorter episodes. I want to say mm-hmm. they were, and I'm glad they were short because it was a lot, a lot of yelling at people, being mean to each other. But um, still really well done. There was really long filmed shots that were really cool to watch. Um, so, yeah, another, like, easy watch but hard to watch yeah. at the same time. I agree. And that you're right about the short episode thing. I think they get a little boost for me because because it's easier to digest. That makes it that Yeah, I don't think up. I could watch hour-long episodes of that yeah. show. Um, and, so, and Claire um, did uh, mention the, the long there's like a really cool shot of a long scene. I think there's a whole episode that's one shot, right? Yep, just like uh, the movie 1917 where they film the entire thing in like one or two shots or whatever. Uh, they do an entire episode of The Bear in one shot. And I remember we got like three-fourths of the way through the episode and I just went, wait a minute, are, is, has this just been one scene? And Claire was like, yeah, yeah, I heard about this. So <laughs> it, it was it, that was interesting just from the cinematography standpoint of how that was filmed and the acting behind that. I thought it was really cool. Moving on. We are fi- We are in the top 10 here. Number 10. And that, now this is going to get into the shows that I think most people know about. Maybe a few surprises, but number 10, 
White Lotus Season 2. And I think that this is low compared to most people because I am one of the rare few that thought Season 1 was better than Season 2 of White Lotus. I don't think you're alone in that. I've heard you say that a couple times. Like, I, I feel like the, many people really enjoyed season one. Yeah. But I think they stand alone, so it's kind of, like, hard to pick which one you liked more, and they have kind yeah. of similar concepts or yeah. structures. That, but that's a good point. It's like, they're com- you can watch season two without seeing season one, yeah. so... But, yeah, I don't think we need to say much. I mean, it should be on everybody's top 15 list in 2022. Good call. That's a, that's a, that's a high praise from, from Claire for White Lotus. So give it a watch if you haven't seen it yet, or, and you probably have if you're listening to this episode. <laughs> uh, number nine, another short, limited series, <laughs> Blackbird. Oh, Blackbird, yeah. Another true story. I think that it must be easier to do that with the limited series because, you know, there's true stories can only be dragged out so long but this is uh a story about a guy who is arrested for a, like a pretty normal petty crime but um in gonna be in jail for like five years and the fbi comes to him and says hey you're you're a charismatic guy if you take this deal we'll send you to a more uh federal prison i guess but you have to elicit a confession from a what they assumed was a child killer, and if he did, then his record would be expunged and everything. But um, it's it's led by the the guy from Kingsman, um, to- Toby or Tory or something like that, uh, and the the secondary killer character is um, Richard Jewell. I, like, I, I relate everything by other movies, but uh, if you know those... Aaron Egerton and Paul Walter Hauser. Thank you, babe. Taron Egerton and Paul Walter Hauser, who are both, again, award-winning actors in themselves, but unbelievably acted uh, limited series, and really, I have a bit of a man crush on, uh, what, what's his name, Taron Egerton. I think that he's a really handsome dude, and so... Yeah, like, it only points. six episodes. Like, you know, very digestible, quick, limited series, but very, very well long. done <laughs> and good. Yeah. So. so nine. All right, number eight. This is probably one of this is probably the last one that might be uh, kind of unknown to people because the rest of them, I think, are everybody knows about them. Shantaram mm. made my top ten list. That's um, high, I think, compared to critics and like what people are. Yeah, I mean, considering saying, they're we liked it though. We liked it a lot, but so it's an Apple TV show, and um, it is Charlie Hunnam is living or he's he's a fugitive, ends up making it to India where he's not persecuted or as we think, um, and uh, his life in India and man, does it look like a shitty life, but. He Charlie Hunnam is a great actor, and um, unfortunately, I guess they're not making a season two. Yeah, so. it gets eighty four percent audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know why it's not getting a season two, but we liked it. It's a bummer. It, it's a bummer because I really ended up enjoying that show. Like I was excited to watch the episodes whenever they came up. So, all right, that was a quick one. Let's uh, seven. We can we we can burn through this because everybody knows about this, but it's on the list. Stranger Things, mm. the latest season of Stranger Things was just another c- typical, like really well written show, fun acting. You know, it's there's like a lot of humor with the kids, and they're great. And actually, 
side note, I took Claire to the Stranger Things experience in Atlanta. Uh, not Maybe not worth the money, but it was still cool because I know how much Claire loves that show. So good. <laughs> that might be, like, for me, top three. Top three? That season, Even this season? Yeah, that season was just so good. I was so into it. I even rewatched Stranger Things this year. So there goes my additional <laughs> TV that I watch over you. Yeah, true. But it was, oh, I just love those kids. Yeah, they, they are. <laughs> and uh, they're really lovable, yeah. all of them. And I mean, Millie Bobby Brown has like kind of blown up. She's like in everything now. So that like good for her for, and so, same with David Harbour. He's kind of had like a yeah, big. Everyone is doing great from the show, mm-hmm. but it's just so fun to watch. There's something for everyone. It's a little scary. It's funny there's romance there's drama thrills like it's not even a little scary remember this the beginning of this season uh that was in 2022 i there was like a horrific death and i looked at claire and i was like this is not made for kids this is made for adults and this is true horror it was really gross you know i like that stuff yeah (laughs) yeah so good can't recommend enough all right, so that clearly Stranger Things might break Claire's top three, along <laughs> with maybe The Walking Dead, since she's such a fan. No, I I'm with you on this season not being high. So The Walking Dead season, but overall as a series, it's high on my list. Okay, gotcha. All right, number six, Outlander. The latest season of Outlander was perfect, um, and maybe people don't know that much about this show, but they should because it's an amazing perfect show um it's about (laughs) the content sounds kind of weird but just give it a watch i promise it's worth it but it's about a woman who is able like she has this what claire claire yeah Yeah. the main character's name is claire and she's able for some reason she has the ability to travel back in time and she uh travels back to i don't what is this i guess the 1700s right because it's like around the american revolution time how we just say look up a summary but don't let it sway you from not watching it yeah because you could probably spend 10 minutes on just saying what it's about well yeah (laughs) i mean that's what i'm I'm saying it's it's quick it's just about a woman who can travel back in time and but she ends up like meeting people back then and and trying to get back to her time now but it's the the acting is great the the writing i think is really well paced in that show like there's always interesting episodes and things going on in that show so give it a watch i that one could have been even higher on my list so i didn't like this season as much as some past oh. seasons it was so short went by so fast because it was but so good keeps us wanting more so yeah. we'll wait another eight years for the next season i think this <laughs> i think this season especially made me excited because george washington was in it mm-hmm. and like how george washington is i don't know why that like got me really interested mm-hmm. and excited yeah all right Top five. Here we go. And we can, and since everybody knows about these shows, we don't have to go too much into the details, but number five, Jack Ryan. It's just, it's just such an easy watch. And, and John Krasinski is, is awesome. The, the, the quality is good. It's like about wartime and like, just like when you don't, when you think the, the twists are going to stop, they just keep coming and. Mm-hmm. He's he and it's great action. Yeah, I loved all the seasons so far. So hopefully they keep going. Yeah, this one was even the best one. Yeah, too. if you like the CIA kind of FBI secret agents, spy yeah, shit. Yeah, it's definitely, awesome. Definitely, definitely worth watching. All right, the boys number four. 
Yeah. Well, do you know you like that series a little bit more than me? Do I? I think so. I mean, it's definitely entertaining and will give you a gas moment mm-hmm. and things like that for sure. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's top five for me. I also, like... For me, each season's going down a little bit. Yeah, the first season was the best, and, and but that I mean it could have been number one on my like list for season one back whenever that was released. Yeah. So there you go. Um, number three, Ozark. Mm, yes. Didn't quite make one and two, but Ozark was that there was like the ending was the only thing, and a lot of people liked the ending, but I just wanted a little bit more out of the ending. But still. One of the top, like, I think forever, I will say Ozark is in my top five series of all, all time. You know, like, with uh, Game of Thrones, Ozark, uh, Lost, and Dexter, you know, like, so it, it's part of the mainstay, and this season was no exception. It was awesome. Yeah. Look, I mean, I think... Top five show? Yeah, you. top five shows ever, so mm-hmm. very high on my list as well. So the last, so number two and number one... I don't think would have cracked your top five, but they really hit home for me. Number two, House of the Dragon. I thought was Game of Thrones 2.0. Really, really interesting. Obviously, I mean, it's the same qual. It's the same content. It's George R. R. Martin. There's like the I think the the casting was done really, really well. It's Game of Thrones 2.0. If you like Game of Thrones one, you're going to like House of the Dragon. And I it's possible, you know, I might end up liking it more even. Just like I thought the first season was so well done. Yeah. I mean, definitely a great series to watch and happy that there is something keeping the Game of Thrones <laughs> yeah. uh itch alive. Yeah. So. Because I was one of the, I was one of the people that did not like the ending of Game of Thrones. Like I know some people were like, ah, oh, season eight was fine, it's what it was, but I, I'm like I think in the majority of people that were like left wanting more from the from the guys, the creators, who, I forget their names, but House of the Dragon, number two, and number one, coming in hot, you want to take a guess? Go for it, because I just can't even think what's left. Severance. Oh, Severance. Severance, man, wow, was that, that show hit me, I think maybe the surprise part of how much I liked it gave it a lot of boost points, but... We turned that on, and from episode one, I was like, this is such an interesting sci-fi, I'll put in air quotes, uh, kind of show where I'll just give you the the quick five-second spiel. It's like a what if there was a way that you could go through a procedure where your work life was all you knew and your home life was all you knew, and they were completely separated from each other. So when you clock into work at 8 o'clock, you only know that life until five o'clock when you clock out. And then at home, you only know your home life. So like, basically, it's like you get to skip over the part where you go to work to make money. And then when you're at home, you only know your home life. You just know that you're making money. But then obviously, there's a moral dilemma going on there. And that's what the show is all about. And um, it's um, main character's name... Adam it, Scott. Adam Scott. He's he. I'm I'm pretty sure he won awards for it. But I mean, his dry his he's got like a dry humor thing going on. He was in Parks and Rec. He's like the perfect role for that character, and just cannot wait for season two. So definitely good. Not on mine. 
uh, top five even, but definitely good and can appreciate the concept. Very fresh and newer concept, so can appreciate that for sure. Well, can you name your number one show? If oh. just like now that I've I've listed fifteen shows for you, th- yeah. one of those had to be your number one. I mean, Stranger Things had me this year for sure. I was Stranger locked Things. in. Okay, that's that. That's very fair. I mean, it is like one of the most watched TV shows. So <laughs> fair enough for sure. And then uh, you loved Walking Dead, and you really really liked. Uh, I think you really like Jack Ryan a lot. You you were pretty excited about that one at the end. Yeah, I mean, I. I can appreciate shows for what they're meant to be, so mm-hmm. okay. I kind of have my own categories. But <laughs> if I overall pick of 2022, I mean, just Stranger Things girl. Fair fair enough. I appreciate you having an answer for me. Thank you. And um, I know you watched some smut TV that definitely didn't make <laughs> my list. That Like, you were really interested in Love Island for, like... <laughs> Do you, I think you watched like 50 episodes of Love well, Island. how many or? there are, but... Uh, <laughs> per season? Yeah, every once in a while I'll uh, enjoy some some trash TV that you do not watch with me, so... <laughs> Alright, so, um, I will just fly through these honorable mentions that didn't quite make the list, but I had to, I had to mention them. Um, my favorite cooking show of the year was Cook at All Costs. Claire and I like to watch some cooking show... That's on Netflix, uh, you know, chopped style show, but like with a different twist. Give it a sh- if you like cooking shows, you'll like that. Uh, favorite animated show was Big Mouth. That that show keeps delivering for me. I think it's hilarious, super raunchy. Maybe one of the raunchiest things I've ever seen on TV. So careful if you're watching that around anybody else. And then uh, some other like more drama shows that didn't quite crack my top fifteen were uh, Bridgerton. Which could have made I, I, that was close. I, I was close to putting it on, but season one was better than season two, so I couldn't quite let it crack. Um, the old man, mm-hmm. Jeff Bridges, mm-hmm. not it just like didn't quite capture me like I wanted it to. Uh, you and I just got done with the peripheral on mm-hmm. Prime. Chloe Grace Moretz, um, and that's super sci-fi. But not, like that content was perfect for me just wasn't like just i ah, just wanted more to chew on and it wasn't quite there um the terminal list with chris pratt which was like unanimously one of the worst rated tv shows on all the lists that i saw but it was close to cracking my top 15 because i really i mean more war stuff i just yeah, like cia fbi like up that alley so if you like it it's yeah. definitely good um one thing that we did not well, actually, I think uh, this newest season is actually released in 2023, but uh, last season of Yellowstone, and I wanted to touch on this real quick. That show went from being possibly in like the, a top 10 of all time for me down to like almost unwatchable, and I don't even know why. It's like the the first two seasons were so good, but it almost like killed you with the same content for the last like two seasons, so... Mm-hmm. Didn't quite crack it for me, but um, I know a lot of people are still obsessed with that show. So I, d- no fault to you guys if you still like that. And I'll, we'll probably end up watching the newest season. It just didn't quite, mm, you know. So yeah, those are my close calls. Um, and uh, shout out to Kaleidoscope for being the very first show that we watched on uh, in 2023. Couldn't make the list because it was a 2023 show, uh, and probably won't make yeah. any lists. But it was a really good interesting start to the year 
And, um, you know, I think that we'll probably do this again. Maybe you'll have to, I'm going to have you make a list and we can go back and forth with it. But obviously we watch a lot of TV and, Mm -hmm. and, and I don't want that to stop. I really do enjoy watching TV with you. But I want to make sure that it was that it continues to be as good as like 2022 was because there was a lot of really great TV. Yeah, little out of my control, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll join you if I can. But um, if there's anything on here that that you guys feel like should have been on here, you know, comment in the Discord. Let let the people know what we should be watching. Let Claire and I know what we should be watching. But um, hope you enjoyed the episode, and and uh, we'll be back for. More content with Alex, Tara, me and Claire in the future and other guests, of course. Um, and this weekend, Alex, Tara and I are going on a little bit of a ski trip. So we might be, uh, if anything interesting happens, we'll mention it on the podcast, I'm sure, on the next episode. But thanks for listening. and Thanks for having me, CHP crew. Hell yeah. Sorry, Alex.